Welcome to the Short Rod Show. You got Ben here. And you got Brett. Thanks for joining us, everybody. We are on location again today. Haven't done these for a little while, so we figured we'd get out on the ice. And Well, it's finally not negative 10 out, so that makes it a lot easier. Exactly. Yeah, we're actually comfortable in a sweatshirt, finally. And the door's open. Yep, that's key. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that cold weather's pretty hard on the equipment. Yeah, I don't really like that very much. And you know what I did? Is I grabbed a non-squeaky schoolie. How oh am goodness. I recording on ice without a squeaky one? That's Especially rare. here where we're running a lot of fish. Fish are all over Look the at water that one down there. Oh my goodness. You're just chasing fish. There's one right below us, right below the transducer. Yep. My goodness. Yep. There are a lot of lookers though, it seems. But yeah, we're out on a small local pond here in uh in town and, yep. and trying to see if we can get on a little night bite. I don't know if there is a night bite here. Yeah, I don't know. I've we'll heard find out. I've heard rumblings of it, but so far we've had they've been coming and going. Um Yep. Yeah. You might end up with a little motorcycle noise in the background today, but so, yeah. yeah, there is a, literally a guy just ripping his motorcycle up and down the street as we're out going to go ice fishing. He's hardcore. Yeah, he's all about it. That's pretty cool. Oh, he's got one right on you. Yep. And he's gone. See if I can steal it away from nah, you. Nah, he's gone. Come in as quick as he left. Or leave Shoot. as quick oh. as he came in. Oh, there's a whole school coming. Oh, man. So, yeah, we're going to try for some night bite crappies. You going up to that one up high, or what, what are you doing? Mm, yeah, slowly. Oh, oh look at He's right Oh, he's there. turning. He wants it. Keep moving it up. No, he doesn't want it. He turned back for it. Oh, here we go. He doesn't want it. <laughs> I feel like this show's <laughs> going to be a lot of, oh, here we go, oh, but then here we no go. bite. So, if you guys could see the screen, which I wish you could, it's just loaded. I mean, there was, what, three, four fish on there. Yeah. Well, they're coming in real fast, in and out. I mean, they're not hanging out. It's the problem. Yep. Yep. They're just kind of in to look, and away they go. Yeah. So we'll see how that goes. We haven't figured out the secret sauce. So what are we talking about today, Brett? Uh, I figured we could talk a little bit about, we went from basically the safest ice of the year in about a two-week period down to now we're starting to veer off. We're starting to see the end. Yeah. ice season. Yeah. And it it came quick. Yeah. I mean, last weekend, no problems. Yep. You know, this week, looking at the forecast, and as it gets warmer and warmer all the time and stays warm, like, oh, shit. Well, yeah, Ed Wilson said there was a 60-degree swing uh, <laughs> That's between crazy. last Tuesday and this Tuesday. That is a lot of temperature difference in a week. So, yeah, yep. we want to talk a little bit about late ice safety. And, yeah, and, I mean, we even ran into that a little bit coming out here. Yeah. Uh, I mean, last weekend we were on the ice, and we'll, we'll touch that a little bit also. But, I mean, and we were on 12 13 maybe 14 inches ice 14 yeah and we duck right out here and boom uh we're on maybe four inches of good clear ice the rest is uh yeah it's not great yep yep but that's to be expected with these waters uh i mean you got an inlet and an outlet you got street melt coming off you got salt water coming in brine coming in yeah Uh, that's a good point these ankeny ponds are the first ones to leave so uh while they are the first ones to freeze up usually in the winter they are the also the first ones to thaw out so you got to keep that in mind. Yep. Uh, as you try to get out on these on these little bodies here yet. Yeah. Then yeah, we'll talk a little bit about our fishing outing from last weekend. That was that was a good time. Oh man, that was that's cool. That was awesome because we'll take a TK out, yep. and you know you you hear how people are like, well, how are you catching these fish? What are you doing? You know, what's the secret? Yada yada yada. I'll tell you the number one secret is you just keep moving around until you find the fish. Mm-hmm. Uh, that is, that's it. There, some you can stop watching now. <laughs> that is the secret you just keep looking until you find them yeah you need to wear your auger out yep uh and that's you know panoptics included 
Well, that was a problem. Now the Pan Optics <laughs> didn't do us a whole lot of good this past weekend because I had it hooked up to a to a pair of ice scrapers. But yeah, uh, so we'll talk about that. <laughs> yeah. that that's good. If you guys don't follow us on Facebook, as you, you, I mean, you should. You yep. would know we had uh, we had quite the trip. We've so. been ripping out some country gold on Facebook this this season. Oh yeah, look at oh, that. There's, oh, there's that's got to be a carp, right? Uh, took up about the whole screen. <laughs> is our talking? Is it us talking? Spooked them off? No way. I think hopefully here once we kind of settle in, we've they done don't. some. Drilling and moving around. Hopefully, once so. we settle in, they'll start. We gotta find the right bait too. Yep. They don't want to listen to the short rod show. Yep. Exactly. So here for this first segment, Ben, you just want to touch a little bit on. Let's just go over some ice safety tips. Yeah. Uh, so especially late season. So right now, I got my spikes on. I don't. Brett does not. See, that's the classic thing. You've already <laughs> you've already forgotten where you put them because you haven't looked at them for you know a month. Um, but you know the there's a difference between early ice and late ice. Uh, and the safety factor of, of late ice can get you kind of lulled into a sense of, yep. hey, we're, we're good. Uh, buddy said there's 12 inches of ice. Yep. Uh, but this is a time of year when the sun rays start beating through it. Um, you get the runoff coming in, the salty water yep. uh, working from the bottom. You get some little rain on top, and it can start really honeycombing that ice and making it weak. Yep. I mean, it still might be six to eight, nine inches thick, but it's just slush yeah yeah and you can break through on 12 inches describe of, the honeycomb thing when you first that when, you, when you mentioned that term so a honeycombed ice would be ice that is not consistent all the way through it's not solid okay so you you picture uh looking through honeycomb right there's lots of uh open space air pockets through it um you can't you can't trust it you can't say okay well it's four inches so that would be you know considered safe on early ice right or yep. somewhat safe that's not at all the case. You could have a foot thick of honeycombed ice, yep. and you could take your spud bar and two hits and be through. Yeah. So yep. um, it just it just all depends. And then the more you go through the season, the more the sun beats on it. Like I said, some rain, uh, some runoff coming into the some warm water coming into the pond. Yep. And you'll get lulled a little bit into it as some refreeze. That's what can get you in trouble too. Is that in the morning you might get out there and yeah, true. It'll all be frozen. It'll be pretty solid. But then by the mid-afternoon, it's everything. It softens up quick. And then, I mean, that might get you in trouble. And it might not get you in trouble in the spot you're on, but it might get you in trouble getting off the lake. Yeah. That'll be the problem because the shorelines are what break down first. Yeah, and that's a good point, too, where ice conditions change all the time. And, you know, we're out here at night. It's below freezing right now. Um, so mm-hmm. uh, it's pretty close. I thought close. I said it was 36 when I pulled out. Oh, well, we slipped and fell on some ice that froze. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, you're <laughs> right about that, yeah. Uh, but it's relatively cold, so we don't have to worry too much about conditions changing a lot when we go to get off the ice. But if you start off during the, you know, in the morning, get out on the lake, uh, get to your spot, everything's good, but it was warm all day, ice conditions are going to be changed by the yep. time you get to the uh, end of your day and you're hopping off the off the pond. You might so. find yourself in trouble. Oh, here we go. Yeah, he's right. I'm just going to hold it dead still because I think Jigging has spooked him off. I think you're right because he's way more interested now. And I might go to the Cadis. The Cadis has always been money out here. Man. He's oh, he just passed me. He just, just blew right by. <laughs> didn't, yeah. didn't have a care in the world. Interesting. I think, I think I'm going with the Cadis. But but use your spud bar. Use your ice spikes. Um, take a buddy with you. You know, you were joking with me about not going out on the lake yep. until until you showed up. But eh, that's fine. I'll wait till, till Brett shows up just in case. Yeah. Uh, I didn't know what ice conditions were like, and I don't think we're really missing too much by waiting another five minutes. So yeah. wait for your buddy to show up is a good tip there. Yep, 
Exactly. And then, yeah, watch that. And you'll see, man, you see folks that they'll, they'll put like a two by four down to get across the, oh, the yeah, shoreline make, make or bridge to get out, make to a quick ice. little bridge to get out to the, the solid ice or whatever. And man, at that point, it's just time to turn it in. I mean, I'm as hard, hardcore as it comes. We've been called diehards. Diehard. I wouldn't say hardcore. I think diehard would be the yeah. better. Hardcore, I, I consider more that you're taking unnecessary risks, but yep, exactly. Uh, yeah, don't be doing that. It's time just to put the long, put the poles away, or go find a different lake, uh, or go to the south shoreline, <laughs> there you go. the north facing shoreline, and uh, see what you can find on that side of the lake. Yep, and and the lakes are all different. Ponds can all be different. You know, just just like some ice up before others, they're going to ice out before others. And yep, you'll still have some that you can go go fish at. Too, but so well. You know, the safety is certainly a factor. There's some great fishing to be had here on the ice out. Yeah, and that's really when you talk about the late ice ice out tactics, that's when fish are really getting fired up. They're getting fired back up, starting to think about spring. Yep. This is really my favorite time to be out fishing. Yep. Fish are getting fired up, Brett's getting fired up. Yep, yep. And this is, as I talk about all year long, this is the catfishing time. Uh, Starting to melt off. Uh, You've had to shad kill if if you're in Iowa or in any of these southern states. yep, yep. You've had the shad die off. Um, you get that away from the microphone. Uh, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> if you can find that shad kill, it's it's lights out. Oh, man. Look at that. He's coming he's to you coming, right he's away. He's coming right on it. He didn't even make it all the way down. <laughs> he stole it right from under me. Dang oh, it. no. He took off. Yeah, we got to change some tactics I was like, here. holy smokes. Um, on a side note, uh, you notice we got beer in a bottle right now. Yep. And uh, they will be coming home with us. One of our listeners, Luke, texted me and said, after the last episode, we really stepped up our game. With the we beers? Had, we had beer in a bottle, and we're both wearing the headphones. Oh, yeah. So wanted to throw that off a little bit. I didn't want to wear the headphones and get too fancy on you guys. Nope. We right. just got a chance it. <laughs> it was pretty funny. Yep, yep. But, yeah, I don't know what they're wanting right now. No, I don't this know might not either. be a good fish. Well, it's, it's tough to figure out what fish want while you're recording. A we podcast. really went all in on the the lake that we like. Yeah, not sure of the night bite on. Never fished that night. Just drilled the same memory hole that same area <laughs> yes. that you always fish. Yep. Uh, and I was like, well, there's fish here. Set up the shack. Let's get the camera rolling. Yeah, rock and roll. A lot less mobile with the old camera setup. But yeah, that's not a big deal. It's all right. What other uh, ice safety topics can you think of? Um, I don't know. I'm kind of over the ice safety topics. I want to talk about how to catch fish. Yeah. <laughs> how, how do you how do you catch fish on this lake? Can you instruct me? <laughs> uh, out here, uh, oh, I'll let you know once I catch one. But uh, man, uh, well, so I mentioned earlier about you know maybe accessing the lake from the north from the north from the south or the north facing shore. So the south shore that would get the less the least amount of sunlight. Sure, but those that south facing shore i'm terribly sorry if I'm, you're thoroughly confused on which t- shore i'm talking about here at this moment north facing uh, and south facing. yeah well okay. I've, I've said it opposite about three times but uh i mean obviously that water's warming up a little bit quicker you're getting some warmer water in the system on that side it's kind of getting those fish fired up yep um, so if you still got safe ice that is the shoreline you want to start targeting um, and they might start even uh i know you know like crappies or something you might even start finding them staging up in some of those, like, the entrance to some coves. Yep. Because um, you're starting to get a lot of that fresh water coming in through those cuts uh, in those coves. Uh, at least here in Iowa, the way our dammed up lakes work anyways. Um, they'll come in through those cuts, and that's where all that fresh water's coming in. That's where all the 
the life is kind of starting to happen. Sure. Yep. Um, and a lot of times you'll get crappies that'll start staging up, uh, right, right, uh, as ice, late ice. And then right at ice out, um, yep. it's a good spot to start targeting them because they haven't quite moved up into the shallows yet. They'll still be fairly deep, 20, 30 feet, but they're not necessarily out roaming the basin anymore. They're kind of grouping up a little bit. Yep. If you can figure out the presentation, there's some opportunity there. Yeah. And I mean, fish will start setting up in their early spring patterns. Yep you know late ice and you'll start to get into that too where they're getting back up in the shallows to feed and looking around and well yeah as that as it warms up in those yep. shallows that's the spot if yep. you can find a, a mud in iowa it's all mud yep. uh so the darker the mud the better uh, and that's where all the life's gonna be yep. um, i mean talking with tyler Stubbs yep. on big creek he said you would be shocked at the at the at the big uh walleyes that they have radio collared or marked or however they track yep. them uh, that end up super shallow in the spring, uh, just to get in, up into some of that warmer water. Yep. Um, but then they're also thinking about spawning, but I mean, they're not going to survive. Their spawn doesn't survive here in Iowa, but, um, they still do it. They still go through the, yep. the motions. Yep. That's pretty cool. But yeah, I think we're seeing some big, big fish rolling through. Probably some carp, something mm. like that. Tough to tell until you catch one. But I mean, when you see that return come back and it's got a shadow pointing out the sides the sun, like i said earlier the sun dogs the sun yeah. dogs on either side that's when you know on the pan optics that's, that's, a, that's a fish right there yeah that's a real one dang but dang it um wanted to mention too if you guys follow us on facebook you saw but we got a good mention in the wall street journal this yeah week. that was kind of sweet wasn't it that's cool i don't remember shoot i should have looked it up before we started this the, the fellow that sent it to me because he wasn't i i would never have seen that he wasn't following us it was just a guy yep. like uh he wasn't following us on facebook because okay. he had to, say, I had to uh, approve the vi- the view of his message. Like it's just like some guy's trying to send you something. Oh, okay. And I'm like, oh, this is how you get. Well, you that's kind of cool. Unsolicited pictures. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> but yeah, so Jason, one of the guys from uh, the Wall Street Journal, columnist, yep, wrote about taking his son up ice fishing for the first time, and they had a blast. Yeah, that sounded pretty that sweet. Cool. That was a cool article. Even just to read through it. Um, you know, it's really kind of reminiscent a little bit of, of yeah. what a lot of us have experienced. You know, not necessarily, you know, not knowing how to ice fish, but, you know, those first experiences, not necessarily even going with a guide, but your dad taking you out, your grandpa taking you out, same position as a guide would be in, yeah. taking you out, getting on a few fish, just having a good time. Yep. And that really, the article speaks to just get out and go ice fishing. You should be out ice fishing. You know, if you're putzing around the house, being bored. You going up for that one? Yeah, I'll go. Okay. Being all... Moping around all winter, there. that's not the not the good way to do it. No. Get out and do some ice fishing. And it's really taken off, you know, this past year and this yep. past season. Yep. You know, you look at trying to get gear is a little tough. and Folks are just looking for a reason to get out of the house. Yeah, everyone wants to get out and do something rather than sitting around. So Anyway, that was pretty cool. Like yep. I said, the last place we'd oh expect my gosh. to see the short yeah. ride And show. it's not like it was a write-up on us, but it was just, hey, we were listening to the short ride show on our way to the lake. Yep, getting pumped up. Yeah, that's, that's sweet. That's, that's cool. Yep. Well, good. Well, uh, after the break here, we'll talk a little bit about our trip this weekend. Yep. Sounds good, man. Awesome. That's coming up next, guys. On the Short Rod Show. Hey, Ben. So I've got this buddy that's trying to start a small business, but he's having a real tough time with his digital footprint and just trying to figure all that out. Do you know anybody that could help him out? Well, I think I do. I know uh, a couple cool guys at this company called Evergrow Marketing, and they really specialize in helping landscape and lawn care companies maximize their digital footprint and basically bring customers to them, help them get found on the internet. 
Really? I mean, they'll work with any business. Um, they're really looking to expand. And if you tell them that Ben and Brett sent you from the, the Short Rod Show, you can get it 10% off your first order. Really cool. If you're interested in the Evergrow Marketing team and what they have to offer, check them out on evergrowmarketing.com and tell them Ben and Brett from the Short Rod Show sent you. You know, Brett, I was poking around on Facebook the other day and I could just not find the Short Rod Show. What's the deal? Oh, you just got to punch us in on Google. What do you mean? We show up on Google already? Oh, yeah. The Evergrow team hooked us up. Holy cow. That's awesome. Yeah. Good deal. I'll try that now. Yeah, right. You just punch in Short Rod Show and we'll come up on our website, shortrodshow.com. It'll come up on Podbean, Stitcher, Spotify, and Apple Podcasts. Awesome. So people can find us all over now. Yeah, all over the internet. That's great. We're also on Instagram, too. I've been trying to keep up with that. Posting some cool pictures. When we're out on the ice, you can check us out there, too. Yeah, sweet updates. Awesome. Check us out, guys. Hey, welcome back, everybody. Thanks for joining us through that break there. Uh, We're on location once again here out on a local pond just... Seeing a lot of fish and not catching them. No, I know. That's we're gonna sure try. It's frustrating. We're giving it the old college try right now. Um, yeah. So we had a little trip this weekend. Got out on a lake that near and dear to our hearts. Yeah, my heart. Well, what gets me pumped up? So we went to a southern Iowa lake, and when I talk southern Iowa, I mean anything south of Interstate 80. And what gets me pumped up is their seasons are so short down there. Yep. You know, I mean. I'd say they really might have had the month of maybe ha- mid January until now. Yeah. Oh yeah. So maybe a month and a half. It was, and I'd say maybe in a week that that ice is shot. Limited. There's not going to be anything left up. There. Limited ice fishing opportunities most years. Yep. And if you're really lucky, you need more than a hand auger. So when I what I would recommend, ah, I don't want to recommend it, but I will say it just because if you guys have listened into the podcast this far, I'll give you the I'll give you the hot tip. Oh, here we go. Uh, <laughs> Hold on. Is when it's safe, head south. In Iowa? Yeah. When it's safe, forget about Clear Lake, forget about Okabojis. When it's in Iowa, when it, southern Iowa ponds are safe, head south. Yeah. Um, because it's, bluegill fishing's better, crappie fishing's better. Uh, I'm not a very good walleye fisherman, but I've seen it. Walleye fishing's yeah. better. Uh, there is some excellent opportunity. Oh, yeah. Head south. Yep. Yeah, and that's that's what we always like to do. At least at least a couple times a year is get down further south. And you really find some gems in those oh, in those yeah. southern Iowa hills, man. Uh like that bar. Uh a couple years back we went down just random. I was like, Hey, uh this oh, lake yeah, yeah. not too terribly far. Uh report said, Hey, there's some great fishing. It's funny uh, when we don't mention there. names now. And I'm yeah. trying to think, I'm like Gosh, I'll just keep talking that? until you yeah, remember yep. what I'm talking oh, no, about. Now, now I know. And, and we don't mention <laughs> the names specifically for these ones because a lot of these lakes are not very big. Yeah. Um, and it would be one one thing if I was talking about like three mile or something like that because those are big lakes. Uh, but these are not no these are not that. Nope. Uh, so I can't do that or they would be anchors. lakes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, went down there. Um, didn't catch the fish that I thought we'd catch out there, but we still had a, caught a hell of a lot of crappies. Um, oh yeah, yeah. And then. We took off for the bar to go grab some lunch, and the best bur- best bar burger I've ever had. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it was impressively, it was impressive. They're in the running for the best ever. It was solid, man. Uh, I believe they may have won the uh, the best burger contest. Oh, good. Okay. Get a I little recognition to them. That's cool. Um, so, I digress. Uh, we went a little further south than that trip, even. Yep. Um, ooh, there's a little something there for you. Oh, there. yeah. 
No, he's Just a little gone. flicker. Gone with the wind. Yeah, I don't know if this is going to be much of a fish catching trip. Yeah, so we're we're on a small, not, it's not relatively small, reservoir. Yeah, oh, they're all reservoirs down there. Yep. Um, dang it, they're coming up high. Um, Two, three, four feet. Really surprised with the ice conditions. Because normally, you know, if you get down there, end of January would probably be about the first it. time that you wanted to get down there and feel okay yep. being on that water. Um, and here we are, you know, end of February, and there's plenty of ice down there. Uh, yeah. It's like 14. Yep. Yep. So it that's looked, as, that's it as much like, ice as they get down. It looked like somebody had driven their truck out there, but I, I don't I think, think it was. think it was just a side by side. side by side. But, oh, shoot. Um, typical kind of southern Iowa water where you look out and maybe, what, 100 yards from shore is the community holes? Yep. Yep. Well, they dropped so much brush and stuff down in there that, yeah. Yep. And yeah, it was exactly on a brush pile. Yep. Oh man, that one's not even moving at all, Brett. Yeah. Um, so yeah, we, we started by setting up there, took the quad out. That was yep. good. Yep. Let that baby run a little bit after the weekend before where it didn't even get to warm up at all. No. Um, but yeah, we set up on a, a community spot, brush pile spot. Yep. Um, about I, 15 I was, foot of water. Yeah, I was marking fish right off the top. Yeah, we were definitely marking fish, but they were not... They'd been, they, they'd been, they'd seen a jig. <laughs> they'd seen yeah, a jig in their day. Smart. Yeah, they um, And I managed to get a One. couple of them, and they were dink bluegills. Yep. I mean, you know, five, five inch-ish max. So nothing to write home about. But, I mean, you could see them moving around all over. But we knew there were bigger ones in there. Yes. Um, yep. Ben had had an instance, uh, a uh, encounter with a, a with true, a substantial individual. A true 10 inch. Yep, substantial individual. Um, so we knew they were in there and we knew that this lake had the potential for it. Um, so we just kept moving until we found them. Yeah. And, and I'm terrible at directions and figuring out like two years ago when I was there trying to remember where we were, yep. it was like, Oh yeah, no, nope, it's off this point here. And you go a hundred yards and <laughs> turn left, <laughs> turn right at the Menards. Well, we just kept moving down that shoreline and, and I'm like, Ben, where do you think you guys were set up before? Is it? Oh, right over in this spot over here. I'm yeah, like, all right, guaranteed. we're going to do those spots. And then we get over there and be like, no, I think we're a little bit further down. Oh, I think we're a little bit. I was like, well, I've backed you about four times. Now. So then that, all that got was Brett to drill more holes. Yeah, we just kept leapfrogging each other and moving. Yep. So come to find out the uh, quality, bigger fish were schooling up, oh, uh, roaming around. Kind of the basin. All over the basin. Edge of the basin. I wouldn't yep. say they were in out. Amongst the basin. Yeah, there's a trick to find. They were kind of on the drop off. Where? Yep. The bottom drop. That was about it. Yep, absolutely. Yep. But yeah, it, it was cool with three guys. I mean, we were, we'd see them come around on the lot, on the panoptics yep. right away. Yep. And all of a sudden, oh, here they come, here they come. And bloop, bloop, bloop. They, they all come hit right all three of us. us. Well, what I thought was interesting, we, we initially started a little bit spread out. Um, and I'd see one a group come through, oh, and TK would see, and then Ben would get frustrated because he wasn't seeing anything. No. Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but he was the initial one in that spot. You were the initial one to find him and catch him. Yeah, find an actual quality size. By the time fish. we were able to move to that spot and... Come on, you sucker. What? That looked like it just went right towards you. Oh, gosh, shoot. Uh, so it took us a little bit to find... I mean... Because when I went out to this, like, I just automatically thought things were associated with brush piles. I just had that automatic assumption. Yep. Um, and obviously that was wrong, uh, but I just kept 
well, moving around trying to find the brush There were piles. lots of fish in brush piles, but not the active fish. They yeah. were more in the, the midwinter mode where they're just kind of well, hanging out. Well, what it out. was was those brush piles were the spots everyone was fishing. Yep. That's yep. what we came to find out. Yeah, they didn't want... They were pretty spooky. Yeah, in those brush piles. But the, the, the ones... If the ones that were out roaming, if you got them to mark and you got them to engage, they were going to bite. Oh, yeah. No matter what. Gosh, that's cool. It didn't matter what you did. It's cool to see fish chase that hard yep. and go after it and you pull up a quality bluegill that pulls a little drag. I mean, you're pulling up eight and a half, nine inch bluegills. Yep. I mean, that 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 was the average, yep. uh, which is not something that you can typically call. Yep. Yep. That's and true. one nice crappie. Yep. That was another yeah. thing too. Was it the bonus crappie? What's interesting is yeah, we only caught one crappie, one bass, and everything else was bluegills. Yep, out in the basin. Yep. But yeah, we were there for I don't know four four hours. Yeah, four three hours. Four good hours. Uh, three right. hours. It was snowing pretty good there for a little bit. Um, that that storm was the key. If, yeah. If you can get out during a freaking blizzard. Yep. You'll probably well, do all right. I think it was interesting too. Is it seemed the bite was really on, and maybe we. I don't, it's tough to say that the bite was on at a particular time, but. Maybe we just happened to be on the spot at that time, but right at the like end it. of that snowstorm, oh, right yeah. after it quit, right before the probably 15, 20 minutes before it stopped snowing, it was, I mean, I was just plucking them out of the water like it was Oh, nothing. yeah. On the 40. On the 40 inch, dude. Dang it. That thing's got some <laughs> great bend to it. Talk about, so originally you're like, man, this 40 is a pain in the ass. Got to, can't fit it in the truck, in yep, the bucket. Can't fit it can't in anything. Freaking fit it in the shelter. Blah, yep. blah, blah. It's dangling off the side of the shelter right now. Yep. But yeah, talk about your 40. So uh, what was real nice about that, so we were fishing outside because it was nice. It was, what, 30 degrees, yeah. something like that, snowing. Uh, kind of just a nice winter day out there. Uh, and that's the that's the thing. And that's what that's how they sell you on all these other fancy rods, these long runs, is being outside yep. is you don't have to crouch down to your hole. You can keep your, your rod low, uh, close to the hole, so it's not getting your wind, your line's not blowing in the wind and all that junk. Yep uh and freezing up so you could do that but then also in the hook set so these schoolies are <laughs> fairly rigid uh, yeah it's like a two by four <laughs> but that that 40 incher has some really nice really nice action to it uh all the way through i mean it it has a nice bend all the way probably i wouldn't say it, it bends halfway it might not quite bend halfway through the rod but maybe just a little bit a little bit forward but. To, to see brett though just grab a hold of a bluegill on that 40 oh yeah and just see it go <laughs> just really i really like to put the bend in that sucker. Oh, we really should add the camera out to get a nice picture of that bend in there that would have been sweet and every time you're like oh here it comes yeah <laughs> just just, heave them just right up, give them the double beans. that double well that's because i still had over. the schoolie line on there too so i knew it was gonna be plenty rid plenty uh tough oh yeah I wasn't worried about that. And, yeah, that's a good point, too. So, I mean, we had some finesse presentations, but it was not it was a just finesse a, bite. It was just a straight jig and wax worm bite. Like, yep. there was nothing else about it. We weren't on one-pound line and, you know, being extra Or they needed spoons and, or they needed a certain yeah. jig. Nope. It, it was, they would come, you hold it still. I mean, jig it, but they didn't want to chase. I will say that. They nope. did not yep. want to chase it. Yep. Uh, they'd come up. You just hold it. You just hold it at that level. Give it a little shake, a little shimmy, and uh, bam, they were gonna take it on it as they came up. Yep, um, that's cool. And you could almost predict the bigger ones. Uh, well, they were all bigger ones. Well, I think we only caught maybe one or one school came through that had some smaller fish that yep. were just not as big as the other ones. They're still nice fish, uh, but otherwise, yeah, it was it was impressive. Yep, and that that's like what you talked about earlier. Just. The uniqueness of the southern Iowa water, where it it is kind of a different bite, and it gets a different 
type of fishing pressure, um, I feel like, too, where oh, people like will go get... out, um, you know, on that entire lake, right? Yep. We just we just saw holes on the community brush Yeah, no lines. one explored. No one was no doing No one was over looking. where we were at. Uh, no one had been Well, we were the only ones on the lake yep. for almost <laughs> the whole time. And then yep. uh, one guy showed up with two people. Three yep. people showed up in the same group, and they just popped up a shack on the community hole. And that was it. Well, they asked us if it was, it was okay for them to set up there. That was nice. He was That's like 200 yards away. I was like, geez, man. He's like, hey, you mind if we set up over here? He's like, oh, well, yeah. yeah you know, you're, that's fine. If you have to yell to let me know, you're plenty far. Yeah, we can barely hear him. <laughs> <laughs> He's way out there. But, yeah, I mean. So that was cool. Super nice, but uh, I don't think that they I don't think they caught the fish because they were still moving around even as we left. So, and then uh, about, what, half an hour, 40, 40 minutes away from home. Brett looks over at me. He's like, "Oh, on our way down there." Forgot, forgot the freaking panoptics pole. Yeah, I forgot that freaking dangler. So talk about that. What what do you end up doing there? Well, so we we shimmied it together. Ben was like, "Well, what do we got? What do we got?" And he's like, "Well, I got two ice scrapers in my in my truck." And I and I I knew Ben was a trucking man, so I knew he'd at least have one telescoping one and some duct tape, but, but no duct tape. Ben did not have any duct tape. I don't carry duct tape. Oh, here we go. Come on. I should come on. Um, but, uh, yeah, two, two decent ice scrapers. One's like a cheap one. One's, one's a fixed one and one's an extendable yep. one. Um, yep. and then one had a, on the brush end had a little loop on it, which was yep. kind of clutch. Like that was from Aldi's. Yeah. That was a nice one. Yeah. Um, so what I did was just kind of made a little T bar with that. As you can imagine, I put the one fixed ice scraper through the hole, sent it down and then duck or gorilla taped the, uh, the transducer, the panoptic onto the, uh, bottom of the. Oh, the ice scraper. Mm-hmm. And it worked out decent. Uh, I couldn't, like, pan around and scan forward or anything. You just had down just, view. I just had it on the down view. But yep. uh, I could certainly see the fish. I had to do a little finagling to make sure it was at the right angle. Uh, you see a lot of people, they talk about with these yeah. with these rigs that, oh, I can't see my jig. You know, I've set all these settings. What settings are And I really think it's, they're not having, the transducer's not level. Um, so you need that transducer to be level. Otherwise, it's kind of shooting off to the side. Yeah. Um, Square, and you really need square that. with the world is important on those. Yep, yep. Because it's shooting out a rectangle, so if that rectangle starts moving one way or the other, uh, yep. it, you're going to miss your jig. Um, so I think that's a, the problem a lot of those folks have. And I think I've come up with a little bit of a solution um, to this PVC contraption, to this, to this thing, to this Garmin deal, the Garmin pole, which kind of blows, uh, just because it's bulky and you know it, it's got a little, it's got a tube. Uh, uh, kind of collars on there to hold this plate that holds you above the that holds it above the hole and yep. you know the the thought behind that is so you could freely rotate the the pole and the transducer but 90 percent of the time if it's cold out that that just freezes right up anyway yep. so that's about worthless uh and then yeah having that plate over the hole it doesn't say level worth a darn unless you completely clear the slush out um so what i picked up was a extendable paint stick okay yep. and i'm just gonna put a little t on it on up by the so handle you're talking like for a paint roller Yep. 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 Extendo. It goes from Sweet. 15 inches to three feet. Uh, it clips. So that'll be slick. Um, and then I'm just going to put a little T on it. Cause I don't need the T. I don't think it needs a tripod. I don't think it needs anything. I think that T the way I had that, that that's, this is what gave me the idea was, yep. uh, you know, when I had the T with your scrapers and that worked real good. So I think I'm just going to keep going with that T. 
what are you gonna make the tea out of? I don't know yet. I was gonna maybe get a piece of flat steel and just kind of bolt it to it or something. Yeah, do some like aluminum bar or something. Yeah, like. flat aluminum or yeah. something. Yeah, there you go. something like that. Uh, I think will probably be what I end up doing. You need to have, and then I could fold it. Then I could fold mm. it and be just a straight piece. See, I I think you're all about having something that's useful too. Well, yeah, because so I, I would can think paint with it too. <laughs> you can paint with it exactly. <laughs> I would think you'd want to have something. The cross piece would be like some other portion of your setup to where. You only need one of my wind bars. There you go. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but those are long like and wide suckers. Something like that. But have have something that's dual purpose too. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, it could be dual purpose, not on the ice. That's yeah. fine. Just summertime use of painting. My wife likes to paint. And we got go. baby rooms to paint. And all sorts of crap. Uh, <laughs> that's perfect. But so, yeah, yeah the, otherwise, I mean, that summit uh, pole is the other option. Yeah, but that's a hundred. 30 bucks. No, I mean, yeah. as I say, yeah, that's 130 bucks. And, you know, I spent $1,500 on this unit. You're talking pan optics or live scope. You're talking another three grand or 2,500. Uh, but it's still money. I mean, if I, that paint stick was $13. The the amount of enjoyment you'll get out of the the pole you make versus the Well, what pole. I text you, what I text you earlier, Ben, about using the paint stick and you were telling me about the, pump, uh, the summit pole. Oh, yeah. No, I'd get the summit. No, I said I I gotta ha- I just gotta have something you gotta that have I made. Oh, no, you gotta have something something different than yep. everybody else. I just do. gotta have something different that's, than that's what everyone Brett's else game. has. I can't. There's something in me I just can't do what everyone else is doing. I just can't do it. Whether yeah. it's a whether it is a bad idea or not. <laughs> See, my thing, if I'm gonna spend that kind of money on that, yep. I'm gonna have an engineered professional type. All engineered accessory. Yeah, engineered by Brett. You got the freaking red green show over here, just yep. piecing together a <laughs> Actually, paint stick. The fact that you said that, I was gonna take so that I could bring it out here today. I was just gonna duct tape a piece of tea or something on there, like a piece of wood or something, or a actually no, a paint stir stick. An is actual what I had in my paint hand. stick. I had yes. a paint stir stick. That I was gonna just duct tape to the handle to use there it today, but I didn't end up getting that done. My goodness, <laughs> the old red green show. If you guys remember that, yeah, it's on YouTube. Check it out. Yeah. Yep. After you watch the short rod show. <laughs> exactly. They go hand in hand. So, yeah, that that was an interesting idea, but it kept us on the ice. I mean, otherwise, we, I had the backup flasher. Yep. Didn't have to use it. You nope. know, we were fine. Ran your uh, down view only and, and kept us on the fish. You, yep. I mean, you only, you fished off it by yourself. Mm-hmm. But it was handy, and that was the first time we had it in a group where... You could see. I could see everyone else. You could what see was happening else with everyone too. else? Yep. yep. So you're like, hey, oh, they're coming. Ben, and they're coming to you. TK gets a bite. You get a bite. I get a bite. Well, they were TK and I were definitely parallel. You were on the same plane. Uh, we were on the same contour plane or something. Yep. Because as fish were coming into me, they're coming into him. And but then I yep. could say, hey, I could see fish coming over to you and be like, hey, Ben, you're you got a couple fish coming your direction. Yep. But, uh, unfortunately, you just didn't get as many going in your direction. Nope. <laughs> It's all about being the spot on the spot. You yep. were, you picked her just right on the head. Uh, I think maybe if you would have worked out back deeper, I think maybe yeah. would have been would have turned out better. I think. Yep. But yeah, even uh, made it home almost in time for bedtime. There you go. That's key. Yeah. <laughs> but that was, that was a good trip. Um, I don't know what the night. It was a heck of like a fish that, catching but, trip, man. Man, I bet, what, what? How many bluegills will keep fifteen? Oh, at least fifteen. Yeah. How long did that take you to clean it, that night? It took me about an hour. <laughs> Yeah, I'm pretty rusty. What was your man? Oh, filleting? Yeah, I actually went inside to go find my electric fillet knife, Jeez. and then I couldn't even get that thing working. So I'm like, mm, shoot! All right, well. what do you got, a Mister Twister? I think so. Yeah, nice. It's like an old, <laughs> real old sucker. It's oh green. yeah, yeah, Mister Twister. It's got the curly yeah. cord. No, nope. oh, 
This is even older than that. This is probably even older, cheaper version of that. I don't know. I got it. Uh, I mean, the Mr. Swiss was like fifteen dollars. Now it's definitely below freezing. My line's freezing up a little bit. Oh, there you go. Yeah, so that was that was good. Got some got some more fish in the freezer and cooked up a couple of them. Huh? Yeah, yep. Just did the did the basic uh, half chuck wagon, half shore lunch. Did Cajun. Henry have any? No. What? Nope. Jeez. Nope. He was already in bed. Uh, I would have woke him up. Mom and dad project there. Woke him up and given him some. He could have leftovers. Some <laughs> soggy fish. <laughs> He'd eat it though. He's Put a little tartar that. sauce on it. He'll eat it. Oh, I love tartar sauce. Do you do tartar sauce in yours? <laughs> no. Man. Because I like to season mine. Nope. I just do tartar sauce in all my fish. Doesn't matter. So do you yeah. make your own tartar sauce? Nope. No. No. That's lame. It's by the high V stuff. Hmm. <laughs> All right, now we're just rambling. Yeah. Uh, what else do we have to talk about uh, this weekend? Uh, yeah, other than the, the pole, that was kind of the main event on that. That was pretty cool. Yeah. Some good ingenuity. Uh, Case, shout out to Casey's stores for having some gorilla tape. Gosh dang, look how shallow those fish are coming in. That one was yeah. like touching the transducer. Now we're we're prepared for anything. Oh, he's right by it. My goodness. Well, I think we're going to have to wrap this up so we can go chase that. Yeah, we'll have to move around a little bit. Spot. Yep. Well, cool. Well, we'll keep uh, putting out some episodes. We got some more content to get. Yeah, I'd say we got at least a couple of weeks here yet. Yep. Um, and you know, for you guys all up north, they're just going to be fishing till April. Awesome. We'll be down here catching cats. Yeah, that or we'll be up there catching. Bite it, you sucker! <laughs> nope, he's right by you. No. Away he goes, not yeah. even caring. Yep. <laughs> Pretty cool. All right, guys. Well, we'll catch you next time on the Short Rod Show.